0: The shoes fill up with water Maybe I am too young To keep good love from going wrong But tonight You're on my mind, so Looking down and hungry For your love But no way to feed it When Are you tonight, Child you know how much I need it Too young To hold on And too to just Open window lets the rain in
1: Hi guys, this is Make It Count and I'm Elinka, your host. What if one day you would wake up and find out that everything that you knew was not true anymore? What if in one moment of that one day everything changed and all that you have known to be true converts from that point on into something that was just only a story that you have been told over and over and what if that moment in time that seemed to be like a traumatic experience was in fact the moment that you finally opened your eyes and you took your first real breath of fresh air what would you do with that what would you do with that what <laughs> Are we really looking for miracles or are we looking for the truth in everything that we are, everything that we do, everything that surrounds us? What if our miracle is not to be saved by anyone or anything? What if our miracle is knowing the truth that you can save yourself? Would that make any difference? Would that change your life completely? Or would everything stay the same? I just realized today that all we need, in fact, in order to be able to move on from a situation and open up towards new possibilities, towards new opportunities, was to gain perspective Could it be as simple as that to just gain perspective and stop looking through the narrow slightly open door that we made ourselves believe that existed between us and the rest of the world? Are we going for to be forever be peeping toms to all the possibilities that we could have access to? Or will we choose to open the door to let it wide open? And embrace everything that there is. Why are we making things so complicated when in fact everything is so simple? We have been taught to believe that everything that we achieve in life. We can only achieve it through hard work, stress, tension, pressure. We have been told that it is alright to feel like vomiting before (laughs) passing an exam. We have been taught that it was alright for us to struggle because struggle makes you stronger. We only need experience, we only need perspective, we only need our passion, our inner fire, our love for whatever we do in order to make our life worth living and in order to make it count. So guys, helping others is not a burden. Helping others is an opportunity to make it count. What if I told you that you could find your blue unicorn and bring him back to life? Silvio Rodriguez uh, is speaking about his blue unicorn who's lost its way. Is it about hope? I believe so. We all need hope to hang on to. And I think that when hope is lost, Hope isn't lost. Hope is just hiding around the corner waiting for you to catch up. And if you cannot find it, it's because there is a veil of oblivion separating you as you are at the present moment from the real you, the true self, whoever is inside of you, whoever played, whoever climbed on trees, whoever refused to go to sleep because life was so exciting, that you is still there inside of you And we call it inner child. I just call it. The real you. Because the real you. Has never gone. They have never strayed away. You just took your attention. Off. Of yourself. And your true nature. And you have placed it anywhere else outside of you, and when you're looking for somebody to save you, when you're looking for that savior that will catch you when you fall, it is you that you're looking for. If actually you're doing something to look for your true self, you're on a good path. Well, you cannot actually go wrong, but if you're starting to look inside of yourself, if you're starting to search for the beautiful child that you used to be, and that seems to have gone missing from your life, then you're definitely on the right path. Because that inner child that used to be you in the past is just waiting for you to come out and play. It's just waiting for you to start noticing the magic of the world again. To stop focusing on everything that goes wrong and notice what you can do right with everything that there is. So it's just a question of perspective. Everything that we do today is because we have a certain perspective. Sometimes it is so narrow that we feel like we are struggling, like we are strangled by whatever force that stops us from being ourselves, from noticing ourselves, from appreciating ourselves, from loving ourselves deeply and passionately and loving life because we are life we are the light that shines and illuminates everything around us so please take the opportunity of doing this exercise of imagination look inside you and see who is there who do you belong to because you belong to yourself you belong to your inner child you have promised that beautiful child that you will be great at everything that you will be shining like 10,000 lights. And if you don't feel like you're keeping that promise, it is because you don't see it anymore. You lost your perspective. You've lost your unlimited, limitless, infinite. Perspective on everything that there is, and all the opportunities that you can count on the fingers of your hand are sometimes not enough. Give yourself more freedom to notice that behind those few opportunities there is an infinity. Opportunities waiting for you to tap in and discover. Remember, remember how to be curious, remember how to delight in every single thing that you discover for the first time. I just had a cat in my throat and I would spoil everything that I've said so far if I was to go back and to do my perfect audio about the inner child and the joys of being alive. but I don't strive for perfection I strive to send a message and that message is that you don't need a savior because you already have it inside of you and you don't need more of anything because you are infinite you just have to change your perspective to shift your perspective if you change just a little thing every day you will gain more and more and more and more perspective on everything and all that seems so heavy and so big in your life will start becoming smaller and smaller and smaller because once you open the door and you widen up your horizon everything that seemed to be so heavy such a burden to you will just become so tiny in comparison with all the rest that you won't need to Look for saving anymore. You will start doing the saving by telling your truth, by talking about your experience, by telling people that it is alright to cry, but something more interesting lies behind the pain that they're feeling. And that is the lack of pain. Because where there is love, there isn't any pain. And if it hurts, it isn't love. It's absolutely anything else but love. I just can't get enough of Silvio Rodriguez. I just can't get enough of him, he's so passionate, so beautiful, so authentic, and so sad in his passion. And I guess that I find beautiful all the things that make me feel something. We have been searching to feel things. For such a long time, we have been numbed by the society, but by our lives, by everything that we did, we have to feel that emptiness somehow with more beauty. And it comes in all the shapes, colors, and forms, and it fills up. All our senses and it can be music it can be uh, films it can be any type of art really because people have found themselves in art by doing art by creating art by watching and learning and feeling vibes and isn't that funny When we finally, when we finally, finally manage to feel everything, we get scared. The first thing that comes up in our silly little minds is to be scared of what we are feeling, instead of embracing the fact that we are finally feeling something, anything. That's a terrible epiphany to have in the middle of a podcast, but aren't we silly, silly creatures? It's really interesting how we have struggled through our lifetime to feel more. Because we instinctively knew that by feeling more, we would learn more, we would see more, we would be filled up to capacity with emotions that seem to be escaping from our reality. And suddenly, when we finally are able to feel everything with such an intensity, the first thing that comes to our silly minds is to be afraid of what? I don't know exactly because it seems that our awakening to these emotions, to these feelings has seemed to be arriving to us in such a brutal way that that me that may be, you know, the reason why we are so afraid of everything. We are afraid to let go, we are afraid to let ourselves be our true selves. We struggle with everything, it's like we cannot give up the idea of struggling it is so ingrained in us it has such big and strong roots in our consciousness that everything that comes easily to us seems to be irrelevant when in fact nothing should be a struggle for us we don't struggle to breathe We don't struggle when we fall in love. We just are, we just do. We just are love. We just are breathing. And nothing in our body has ever shown us that there is a struggle to be had. In order to just be. Our body knows exactly what to do, when to do, how to do it. Our body doesn't pop a message into our brain and ask, oh excuse me, how do I process food? Or, oh knock knock, who's there? How do I pump blood? How do I pump the oxygenated blood to the brain in order for the brain to think, to fire information between synapses. Oh, knock knock, how do I do to taste, to smell, to touch, to feel? how do I do to listen, how do I do to see, nobody is thinking about this but our body never asks us what to do in order for us to be, to be alive and to be in the present moment and to be conscious. Of what we are. And who we are in the present moment. So why is it so hard for us. You know the whole package. That functions so well by itself. Without needing any kind of help. (laughs) Why is it so hard for us. To know what to do. And the answer comes from the years of mental intoxication with preformed thoughts and if we dig deeper where does it stem from because our earliest ancestors that we can think of weren't thinking so much about What to do and how to do. Oh, hear that. That's my dog lapping water. She never ever wondered how to have a sip of water. She never wondered where to go pee or how to munch on. Crispy beans or How to Be She figured out by herself How to climb on the bed When she was little and she could not reach the bed she figured out everything that she needed to do in order to do it without holding off. And that's amazing because it feels that the more we know of everything that is said and all that it is written, all the that is communicated to us from other people and from the past generations and the generations before, well, everything that we have been taught is struggle, the strive to become, the struggle to exist, how hard life is, maybe you can find it somewhere in a corner of your mind a moment in time when another person has told you that well life isn't that simple or life is not about fun and games you have to work for it and you have to fight hard for what you believe in and you have to etc etc everything every single of the teachings that i can remember of uh, hearing on repeat has been about pain struggle force we are killing ourselves in order to leave does that make sense How is this alright, how does this make sense to you, that you have to kill yourself in order to live? And while I'm saying all this, my dog is jumping up and down, without asking herself, how do I do that? Am I trying hard enough? Am I beautiful enough? Am I thin enough? Am I um, well-structured? Is anybody going to love me for who I am? Is my fur white enough or shiny enough? She doesn't have these problems. Isn't that funny? She's one of the smartest dogs I have ever seen. And she still isn't dealing with that situation. That dilemma of knowing if they're doing something that they are supposed to do. Because they're not supposed to do anything. The expectations come from us. The smart beings that we are. When in fact there shouldn't be any expectations we just have to be to exist and that's a miracle already why wouldn't it be enough why do we need more validation why do we need more guidelines why do we need more of everything in order to just be when We are really doing it at the cellular level already since the beginning of time. We are already doing it. There's nothing more to do but to be, to experience life, to create more. So if there's no struggle to be had, there isn't. And everything that we create, everything that we add to this beautiful picture is in fact something that comes from love. And when it comes from love, it's not a struggle, it's not painful, it's not a burden, it's not heavy. So why don't we try to imagine how it would be to stop trying to become something that we are not? Why don't we strive and fight for remembering that we already are what we are, and we just have to be, and that's more than good enough. That's perfect. That's divine. There is something terrible with this world when we become in love with the idea of sadness, of deep-rooted sadness that exists in the human being and, well, part of this exploration of the feelings and emotions um, of the human being are um, a sign of the work of the existentialist I have been so admiring of the existentialists. Emil Choran is one of the most fascinating philosophers of, of the world. The fact that he has been born in uh, Romania, and then moved to France in order to sleep on the graves in the middle of the night and walk during the night and have trouble sleep during the day for short amounts of time and kept writing and writing about the burden of being that was fascinating to me and it seems that we are very fascinated with with the pain, with the struggles because all that um, we find as a deep soulful mention in every song and work of art created is related somehow to one of those troubling emotions, and I was wondering why are we so fascinated with pain, but I realized that we are not fascinated with pain, we are just hopelessly, helplessly um, looking, looking for something that resembles the feeling, because we have been Numb for so much time that anything, just anything, would do it. It seems that at the time of the writing of, of those incredible philosophical dilemmas, even back then, people were struggling to get out from the imprisonment of numbness and feel something, just feel, and it seems that the most powerful feeling that they could find, the most powerful feeling that they knew how to relate to, because it was just after World War Two. it was pain. It was sadness, depression, uh, desperation, need to fulfill some kind of void and we have stayed in tune with this need of feeling something and the more we strived for feeling, the more we ran into the same pattern of despair and sadness and we were keeping on asking ourselves if this life is worth living why how so many questions so many unanswered questions or so many questions that had the same answer, which was pain, because nobody filled that void with something else, with everything that there is, which is love, beauty, joy, amazement, gratitude, etc., etc., so it's been going on for a long time and the more we went on on the same line of thought the more pain we felt the more we wanted to be numb again and the more we wanted to become numb again we became numb again and all that numbness just made us insensitive and when finally something happened to boom wake us up and we started feeling so many things at once we were confused because we had been numbed and blinded for such a long time and all of a sudden things started finding shapes colors smells tastes energy vibes And it all came all at once because somewhere someone has dared to pray for something else than numbness and pain and so the floodgates have opened and some people the ones who were looking for more feeling more attunement more connection They started all of a sudden feeling absolutely everything and all at once. I guess that can be scary, but hey, you asked, so ask and you shall receive. What more proof do you want that some invisible entity above and beyond us is actually listening and granting our wishes and unfortunately we are not at ease with asking we don't know how or what to ask and when we do we do it so poorly because we haven't been taught how to do it, that we, we get fragments of it, fragments of everything, fragmented answers to our prayers, and we get mad because we didn't get what we wanted, but have we expressed clearly what we wanted to receive or we just dumped some random stuff into the universe and expected the answer to be perfectly perfect. Well, in fact, everything from my experience Has taught me that you cannot receive help if you don't ask for it. And if you ask for help and you receive an answer, you must allow for that help to come. And you must work with the help that you receive. Receiving help doesn't mean to lay on your back and say okay I'm waiting for the answers, I'm waiting for perfect health to arrive and you only need to work at it Because you are opposing resistance, so you're fighting against yourself, when somewhere deep inside you know that you need it, you want it and you deserve it, but somehow you still oppose resistance to the help that you have been asking for. Just because the help that you have been asking for didn't come with um, fairy wings and uh, shiny bright colors doesn't mean that that help didn't come. Oh, it came, you just chose to not see it. And that's absolutely depressing, absolutely devastatingly depressive. Oh, you know what? I think that you have heard enough of me today. I will just let you think about everything because I know that the mind... The monkey mind has to process everything. And I guess the only thing that we can do is let it do its job. Munch, munch, munch on the crunchy biscuits of information that I gave you. I hope it makes sense. I really hope that it resonates with you. Remember for me, the process that we have to take part of is not to disconnect from the mind but to use the mind and to connect it with our emotional body, our physical body, our energy body and with our celestial body in order to to create the alignment that allows us to be who we are, who we truly are, without struggling and feeling more of those beautiful emotions that we have been striving to to live, to experience for such a long time as human beings and we seem to have forgotten how to do it without any direction, so let's stop looking for any more directions, because everything that you need is in this episode, I don't think that there is more to say about it, I just think that you need to take time to assimilate information and to to process it at a very deep, intimate level, and to make of it whatever whatever you want, so thank you guys for listening and i will oh, I will push one more song of Silvio Rodriguez because I just really love him, and he's wonderful, so even if you don't understand the words just follow the sounds, follow the beauty, embrace it, (laughs) I'll meet you again soon enough, same place, same show, lots of love, blessings to all.